Hello, everybody. It is great to be here one more time today. My name is Gary Fowler, and I'm the CEO, President, and Co-Founder of GSD Get You Done Venture Studios. We're a premier AI and quantum venture studio located in the heart, yes, the heart of Silicon Valley. We love artificial intelligence and quantum computing, and we want to make a dent in the universe. I've been involved in 17 startups and several unicorns. I was on the original management team of Click Software, which was sold to Salesforce for $1.35 billion. I'm also the co-founder of Eva.ai, which was recently acquired by Vizier in Canada. So great to be here today. And um, I'm going to introduce an incredible uh, founder. Uh, so Emil Munyongabi is a serial entrepreneur. Uh, he is a experienced executive. He's done technical. It was a lead software development. I mean, he's done a lot of different things. His company is Wazo Plus. And I'd like to introduce Emil to you. Hi, Emil. How are you? I am doing uh, well. Thank you very much, Gary. Appreciate having me on the show. So tell me a little bit about it. So you're now in the world. So where are you today? Are you in Madison? Yes, I'm in Madison, Wisconsin. Yep. Isn't it cold there? Like, be honest with you. I, I was in there in the wintertime. I used to come out there and do yeah. work. I don't know about you, but I felt like a, a, a walrus. You know what I mean? It felt real, real cold. <laughs> Is it yeah. cold or time? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cold state. And uh, so right now we are, uh, you know, September 13. And we probably have, uh, you know, maybe a month that we can start really, you know, feeling a little bit more cold. So our summers really goes short. It's like a really like a two months top. So yeah. <laughs> and so so you know you you were in Quincy, Mass. By the way, I love Quincy because if you want to eat lobsters, it's one of the places very close to there that you can get some of the most most amazing clam bakes on the planet Earth. By the way, and so you were so tell me a little bit about it. So you went to uh, Eastern Nazarene Nazarene. Uh, college you got your bachelor's degree in computer engineering how did you like where's eastern nazarene is that located in massachusetts is it near cambridge uh it's not really near cambridge it's like a little bit south and uh, it's in a, a city called the queensy yeah Quincy. Uh, okay yep. so i was i was because when you got out of school university eastern nazarene you went to uh cambridge right so you must have been you did your system administrator internship in Cambridge. Then you went to Quincy. Why Quincy, by the way? Because why did you decide? How did you like? I don't know. People like said, oh, I'm going to Quincy, Mass. But how did you decide on Quincy as a place to go? Yeah, I don't think I really had the, a choice or something. But uh, so I used to live in uh, in Maine, a southern Maine. And then I decided to move down to, to, to Massachusetts. You know, I was really trying to figure out what to do. Uh, you know, I was, uh, that was my, my area years. Uh, uh, here in America, and uh, you know, a friend of mine went to school in uh, Eastern Nazarene College, and uh, uh, you know, he was like, "Yo, maybe you should come here. There is a uh, good, uh, you know, uh, scholarships." And uh, I played a little bit of soccer there, a little bit, and uh, you know, um, and uh, that's pretty much. I, I went there because of the opportunity. Came I mean, and, did you get a scholarship uh, for soccer? Yeah, I did get a half of. So the, the college is a little bit private, or really pricey. So I got a little bit of money off from uh, playing, but uh, I quickly did not really play as a, you know, uh, I kind of quit uh, that and uh, had to, you know, uh, do some uh, some jobs to fill in the gap on the on the money, you know, payment and things like that. 
Wow, that's great. And so you did that. You you were um, you worked at Eastern Nazarene as a, at the help desk. Yeah. And and you, you know you went to this care.com IT support coding house. Mm-hmm. You know a lot of technical work, and then you went to Folsom, California. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah. So yeah. So I uh, so you, I I was on you know a few years I was in uh, in Massachusetts on the East Coast working uh, for a startup company called Care.com. It's a beautiful company, really uh, great uh, a place to work. And I was really in my early uh, stage of my uh, IT career, uh, and then I moved to to you know I I, I, know I moved uh, to uh, to the West Coast when uh, you know the uh, boot camps, uh, coding boot camps was popular. It was becoming a, a you know an opportunity to jump into development space, and uh, so I moved to you know I relocated to uh, uh, to, to Fremont, California. Uh, uh, you know, being part of a you know a bootcamp, a very accel- it's a, it's also kind of an accelerator program for uh, for co- for people trying to get into development and uh, things like that. And then my first job after out of the bootcamp was out in uh, Folsom, uh, California, uh, which is in really in Sacramento, uh, for a retail uh, uh, company. Wow, that's interesting. And how did you like California? I still want uh, to move back. I, you know, I love California. I think it's a beautiful place, uh, prim- primarily for the the weather because the weather is very it suits uh, uh, my personality. It suits where I came from. Where back in I'm from uh, Rwanda, uh, in East Africa. So it really suits the you know the the weather and uh, yeah. And, and I just I, I have also the entrepreneurship part of. Uh, you know, people in California and the, the the close proximity to Silicon Valley, where you can really, you know, meet amazing innovators and awesome ideas and things like that. So you're from Rwanda originally. Correct. Yep. Now, how is it? Like, you know, I, it's just curious. I mean, it's like I I know that there's a lot of conservation work done there, right? There's a. It must be beautiful. Yeah, I mean it's 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 beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, you know, if uh, I would actually encourage you to 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 visit, you know, to visit one day, uh, because uh, it's it's an it's a, it's a beautiful place. There is, uh, you know, obviously we do have uh, some crazy history, just like any other nations around the world, uh, but mm-hmm. the developments uh, are uh, really quickly catching up. And uh, you know, talking about technology and startups, you know, there is a, a really awesome uh, movement going on. And uh, you know, going on the nature side, you know, there is awesome uh, stuff to explore as a tourist and also as a person just trying trying to learn uh, the, the country. You know, I see these videos of people with the mountain gorillas, and they like to have their hand outstretched, and the gorilla touches their hand. I don't know about you, but that would be pretty scary. <laughs> They're huge, you know, and. Uh, and uh, it's just beautiful, actually. Just a beautiful, beautiful scene. That's incredible. And it, it must be interesting to see that kind of wildlife all the time, right? Yeah, I think it's awesome. But I will tell you one thing. I've never really experienced wildlife while I was in Africa. And I think that's really common for most people who come from Africa. But the, uh, the, the, the you know, what uh, everybody thinks is that, uh, you know, the, the wildlife is really nearby everyone. It's right? not nearby, yeah? It's not really, you know. How far, really... like, to go to see these mountain gorillas and stuff, how far is it away? 
it could it could be it could be a couple of hours away right it could be a couple of hours away you're not walking down the street oh there's a mountain gorilla on the side of the road right it's not like a deer or uh where you are a moose right you just don't see them that much uh so uh, for, for me i kind of grew up in a city in, in chigari uh it's mm -hmm. a very populated uh, city uh, and there's no chance you can see animals uh um wild animals but if you go a few hours away uh, in the village or uh, you know outside of the the city, yes, you can definitely see animals and uh, you know, um, especially. You ever, I mean, have you ever gone out and just for the heck of it? Because that would be I do that all the time. I lived in Pennsylvania in the mountains, and yes. you know we had bears and bobcats and all kinds of things. Did you ever do that? Just take a trip and say, I just want to go see this beautiful place and and check it out. Did you have you ever done that or not? Uh, it's the it's 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 a list it's, it's on my list to do to be honest it's on my list really? to do. <laughs> yep. oh, man, i want to go with you i want to see this stuff too i love that stuff awesome yeah no that's interesting so you did um you stayed out in california you were at uh, retail pro uh as a uh sqa automation engineer so why did you go back to wisconsin then or why did you go like did you like one day go up and say i like cheese and i want to move to wisconsin or what happened I mean that's a really that's a great question right there because uh, actually at the you know at the time I didn't even know much about Wisconsin, um, uh, but uh, so I, you know I was in California and I loved it but again I felt like I wanted to explore more um, you know about uh, different uh, areas of the United States and uh, you know just really trying different things uh, and also at the time uh, you know there was um, you know one of uh, my uh, uh, uh family members moved here in the u.s and i wanted i wanted to be closer so i i was like you know let me move um and explore different uh, things so that's pretty much it and i just really chose uh wisconsin out of the blue so i didn't have many reasons to but yep well wow, that's amazing and so um what do people do in wisconsin for fun by the way i just like i was there it was like i don't know a little bit boring but what do people do what what's the fun thing do you go skiing do you the bargaining do you what do you do for fun so there is what people do what other people do here for fun and there's what i do right so that's two different things right for a lot of people in wisconsin obviously you know uh i mean madison where i live in madison is a beautiful lakes well, it's like uh, a university city right it's a beautiful city correct yes it's a beautiful city they there is this uh university uh uw madison um and uh you know it has really amazing sports teams and uh, everyone is really rooting for the teams wearing uh, red on sundays uh so it's it's an awesome uh, atmosphere to be around the college city uh but uh you know for me i you know i enjoy your walks there's a really nice uh, beautiful natures here and uh, you know getting into the community and uh, hanging out with people that's great wow that's amazing well, it sounds like a great life so okay you went down through you did uh, batteries plus bulbs. You did. Uh, you were a lead software developer. Brooks running. That must have been interesting. And then, how did you come up with Wazo Plus? What was the idea behind that? Yeah. So the idea really came out of frustration, a little bit of uh, not having a spot to to you know an online spot to to learn what's happening on the continent. And really having to do a lot of Googling, right? Different places, you know, going on LinkedIn, going on YouTube or the social media uh, places or other, you know, uh, platforms and not really feeling that there is, a, a, you know, the 
a tailored uh, solution uh, to, to, to see what's happening on the continent. So that's really where Wazoplus uh, idea came from. And uh, it was it was also kind of a shared uh, a shared kind of uh, frustration. So I asked my friends, uh, hey, you know, when you want to catch up with what's happening on the continent, where you know, what's your go-to place? Uh, but most people they come and blank or they say a whole different uh, responses, right? Uh, so I was like, hey, there is a, an opportunity uh, to create, a, you know, a platform that can kind of really bring in um, the, the the conversations on the, you know, on different topics in one place, and with also the ability to, you know, to really have modern uh, uh, technology around it uh, to make it easier for people to browse what's happening. So that's pretty much what. Uh, you know, the, the idea came from and uh, the, 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 a little bit of uh, the solutions. That's amazing. And so, you know, there's incredible growth on the continent. There's one point, most people don't realize 1.4 billion people in 54 countries, right? So what, I mean, how does it feel when you look back? I mean, you grew up there. What is, how different is it now compared to when you were there? I think that's a very interesting question and everyone, whether you were born on the continent and whether you left two years ago or five years ago or something like that, anytime you go back, you see changes and big changes, right? So it's a continent that is, uh, that is fast growing, uh, that is adopting uh, technology and, and other really amazing stuff. Uh, so we've been behind, the continent, African continent has been behind for so long and uh, at the moment it's trying to to do some catch-ups and with that there's a really fast growth uh, so uh, there is a lot of things that have changed and that continues to change but obviously uh, the internet access the access to to technology has really enabled that uh, growth uh, which is really amazing uh, do you go back much do you go back to see your family there do you go back and see your family yeah, I go back uh, as much as I can. I've went back probably twice in the last uh, year, and I'm looking to do that more, especially with uh, you know with the with the Wazo Plus uh, you know business because the, you know I need to do a lot of uh, partnerships and working with local uh, partners and uh, things like that. Must be interesting, incredible. And how do treat you? How do people treat you when you go come back? Do they ask you about other wild animals in Wisconsin? <laughs> do they ask you? <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the funny thing is that, uh, you know, like I say, the technology has really enabled easier access to what's happening on the other side of the world. So people can really are learning what's happening in, in other countries just, you know, in, in a second, right? They open up their apps and they just change regions and that they see, they start seeing stuff, right? But also there's a difference from being there and also looking at virtual uh, sense of things. So yeah, but uh, people they are happy. Obviously, they always looking to have uh, a family, a member of the family back, also a member from the neighborhood back, mm -hmm. and it's it's just really amazing to also be able to give back, whether sharing stories and really, you know, figuring out what to How do is it? to give back. So when you come in, you know, you come into the you come into your city. How does it feel? Like you come in, it's like how do they treat you when you come in? <laughs> I think that yeah, that's that's really good. So I uh, uh, so for me, I, you know, I am really you know I'm, I'm I'm I grew up there. You know, I I came here when I was 19 years old, uh, and uh, you know I was already you know I would say uh, you know one of the, the the you know the person in the neighborhood. So everybody sees you know it's easy to really get back in the in the things, um, you know. 
they you know there's no special treatment or anything and i like no, that <laughs> so and and do you go down and play soccer with them do they want to do you play soccer with your friends there I guess that's one thing to, that I need to do. I'm, I'm doing that here in Madison, uh, but uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool thing because everybody's playing soccer. Like I was going to say, where are the better soccer players, in Madison or back home? Uh, so Madison, it's awesome because, uh, you know, it's exactly, you know, I'm close to that. But back home, it's also a little bit affordable, easier. You know, you don't have to think about where, you don't have to look at schedules and things like that. You can drop at any uh, field and uh, you see people playing and you can just jump in. You can in. just drop in. Exactly. Really? How about if you do that in Madison? Can you just walk on and say, hey, well, I'm coming here. I'm here. Yeah, I mean, Madison, obviously, you know, we have the winter coming in, right? <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's going to be the first blocker, right? I'm going to have to wait until the next summer and the, the weather and all that, the timing. Uh, uh, but also, you know, I mean, where I live, it's, it's, it's awesome. Also, we have a huge uh, African community, so which really they all love soccer. So, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's easy as well. That must be really amazing. Now, is it fascinating to you when you have the, I mean, there's 54 countries. I mean, you, you have different cultures. Are the different, how, do you, how are the cultures, how different are they from, your, from Rwanda? Yeah, that's, you know, that's really actually a really huge uh, kind of, uh, you know, um, uh, perspective because, like you say, there's so many countries, different languages. Uh, and they're different... big. Some of the countries are big, right? I mean, uh, Nigeria's got, what, 247 million people. It's not, they're not small. Exactly. And one country could be like a hundred times more population than the other, you know, uh, or even uh, hundreds of I mean, the languages, that's, that, uh, that's something. So um, I think, like, for example, for me, when I moved here, you know, it opened up my uh, kind of perspective about Africa because I got to meet people from different countries all over the places in Africa. But what I noticed, there was a lot of commonality, a lot of common things, especially on the culture side. Yes, languages, accents, totally different. Somebody might speak English, but whole different <laughs> accents. But a lot of common, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, culture, African culture, when it when it comes to clothing, behaviors, and in other mentalities, really, which is really awesome. No, that's great. That's I love it. I mean, I think it's amazing. You know, just an incredible opportunity. But you're right. There's a misperception, you know, that you're going to go into Africa and you're going to see mountain gorillas or lions or people don't understand they're on reserves and they're you know there aren't that many of them right in the whole scope of things. So. It's kind of interesting. All right, tell us. So, tell us a little bit about. So, you you know, take let's take us forward in terms of Wazo Plus in Africa. What mm -hmm. do you want to accomplish in Africa? Yeah, I mean, uh, so it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's it's a, it's a work in the progress, and uh, one thing I've learned is that there's so many solutions out there. There's many platforms that have great, uh, you know, uh, that solves a lot of problems. Uh, but I was looking at the, in a unique window of really solving uh, problems for the African market uh, with technology that is really embedded for the for the African market. Uh, so, for example, one thing I've noticed. Uh, so, okay, going back a little bit, I talked about like uh, you know content. It's not easier to find content. You know, there's so multiple places. It would be nice to kind of have a go-to place. But also on the other side, when it comes to businesses. Uh, there is one uh, f known fact that most brains that are known in Africa are not actually Africans. You know, 
you could ask, uh, you know, someone, um, you know, who's educated or uh, someone who's business oriented, what, what are your top five brains? And they will probably not name a few in from Africa, right? Or yeah. you can you can ask another person, what are your brains? What are your favorite brains in Nigeria? You know, they they might not have a lot. But again, the issue is uh, most companies, most businesses, they do not have the right place to 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 tap into the audience, to do some uh, brands engagement and things like that. Uh, and that's where actually Wazo Plus is looking to tap into, to connect the audience with brands, uh, to create that kind of engagement, royalty and things like that, um, you know, to bring um, more brand engagement to to, to platforms that are African really oriented in terms of the technology, you know, the, the and things like that. Um, so, yep. So what do you say in terms of like manufacturing, you know, fast forward in Africa, I'm just curious about it. Do you think we'll have semiconductor facilities and it'll be like China and Africa where there'll be a lot of production and which countries would be a good fit for that kind of stuff? I might not have a good answer to that, but what I know is that there's already some uh, amazing initiatives, um, industrial, uh, modern industrial initiatives happening on the continent. Um, uh, and I know that there's a few already car manufacturing, for example, companies that are having uh, some, uh, you know, uh, offshore or, uh, you know, even headquarters in Africa, uh, wow. different brands. Uh, uh, yep. That's interesting. Yeah, it's just there's such a huge population. There's going to be so much demand for everything. Yes. It's just incredible. So what's the, um, if you look at it, so where are you today with the company and where do you want to go? Yeah, uh, that's that's uh, awesome. So uh, basically where we are today, uh, we started about a year ago uh, or a year and a half ago. And, uh, uh, you know, we've started especially looking at the product side of things. Uh, can we create a product that uh, people want to come to mm -hmm. that is uh, ideal uh, and that's where we've been focusing at the moment uh, and especially it's actually uh, unfortunately it's a solo founder at the moment with a few uh, team around uh, but also being part of gsd labs uh, which is awesome because uh, you know we are getting a lot of uh, uh, we are getting accelerated into the business uh, 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 part of things. Uh, so we are uh, been focusing on the product, but what's next is really continuing to understand our users, especially pers hyper-personalized uh, uh, content, which is on the one end is on the user, at the second end is a, a brand. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's where we are. And uh, you know, the other big thing that we are looking at to do is really obviously getting some more traction to, to the product. Uh, which means, uh, you know, uh, adv you know, advertising, marketing, uh, getting the word out there for um, for people to tap into the, the the platform. And how many employees do you have today? Uh, right now, we have a few. We have just four people, and uh, mostly other developers, and uh, a few in uh, in uh, in business and uh, things like that. Well, so you're an active, active CEO. Yeah, unfortunately, I you know I, I have to juggle multiple tasks, uh, but you know, we, we are seeing uh, some really good positive uh, traction that, uh, you know, uh, that I believe that in the, in the next, uh, you know, for, foreseeable future that we can actually, you know, even uh, expand the team and be able to, to focus more on the business side of things as well. 
that's great. So it sounds like things are moving in the right direction. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, you know, for, for me, being part of the GSD uh, Labs uh, program actually has brought a lot of uh, uh, huge opportunities, especially one opportunity is the validation of the idea. Uh, which is really amazing getting different uh, perspective on the on the feedbacks from uh, uh, established entrepreneurs and ceos and founders and secondly you know uh, being able to be exposed to 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 to, to resources whether it's founding resources or uh, idea resources so yeah so things are kind of really going well and uh, looking forward to to, to more success you know, you're right about it, because what happens is people start companies. But, you know, it's like Harvard. The first MBA program wasn't to teach people how to be entrepreneurs at Harvard. It was to teach managers how to manage. And in fact, they're sometimes diametrically opposed. They don't work together because risk is not a good thing for companies sometimes. Right. And the kind of things we do every day, you do every day, meal is take risk. Right. Yes. And you got to take calculated risk in order to be able to win. So it's interesting how the model is starting to change. You can start to see it change, but it's got to change a lot. Great. So um, let's look at the next year. What do you want to do over the next year? What are your goals? Yeah, that, that's so my, my primary goal is really to extend on the creative content. So original content. Uh, at the moment, the model we are going with when it comes to content is um, uh, is really uh, aggregation of content. Similar things to what Google News does, right? You go to Google News, they learn more about you and your previous, uh, you know, activities, and they provide you what, uh, you know, the type of news or uh, you know, content you, you you would appreciate. So we are we are doing that, uh, but on the secondary part, we are looking also to invest on creative uh, content, which means, uh, you know, writing more content, uh, videos, uh, you know, basically creative content that also goes in the in the modern era of short short content, things like that. So that's one thing on the content side. Uh, secondly, is really, uh, uh, you know, uh, work with businesses as well. Provide, uh, so we are working on, uh, on internal uh, features to provide businesses to create custom uh, marketing campaigns and uh, brand engagement campaigns and things like that. And that's pretty much what is in our radar in the next, uh, you know, few years. Uh, you know, obviously that that's going to take a few uh, um, um, resources, uh, getting more people in on the team and things like that. Got it. All right. Well, I appreciate it. And, and uh, any closing thoughts, Mia, for, for companies that are out there from, from Africa that want to go global? What do you have? What's If you could have one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Uh, I mean, uh, what I think I, I can say is that there is a, a bunch of opportunities uh, back in Africa, especially opportunities that relates to the number of population that is super growing, like uh, you know, exponentially growing, and that that is always uh, solutions to solve, problems to solve, um, and uh, you know, there is so many things. Uh, you know, you anyone can give back, uh, whether you are a diaspora or somebody who moved out of Africa to different areas in, in the Western uh, countries, or, uh, you know, there's so many also partnership opportunities, um, also companies uh, within here in the U.S., uh, there is so many uh, opportunities to expand uh, in Africa, to tap into different countries, to do more partnerships. So that's pretty much my, uh, you know, closing uh, uh, thoughts right there. And uh, Wazo Plus, we are looking to become an enabler of information, and uh, especially when it comes to new information, trending information, and things like that.
Now it's great. Well, you're doing a great job. And I got to say thank you for uh, joining my show today. And to audio, all the audience out there, thank you very much. My name is Gary Fowler. And as I said, I'm the CEO, president, and founder of GSD Venture Studios, Premier AI and Quantum Venture Studio. If you want to go global, give us a call. Happy to talk to you. Um, I've been doing this for a long time, almost 40 years. So I've been doing this and I love startups. It's just it, it it makes me feel so good. It gives you energy, incredible energy, the vibe. So go out there and do it. Don't be afraid. Look yourself right in the eye and say, what do I really want? If you want to do it, uh, give us a call. Also, uh, Emil, what's the best way if there are startups out there, they're interested in connecting to you. What's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, uh, thank you very much. Uh, one, uh, two ways they can uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, underscore um, uh, Wazoplus, um, Twitter slash Wazoplus.com, or on email address, my first name, E-M-I-L-E, at Wazoplus.com. Great. Thanks. Appreciate it, Emil. Thank you. And to my audience out there, thanks for joining one more time. GSD presents Silicon Valley AI and Tech. My name is Gary Fowler, and I'm your host. Stay, stay tuned for another exciting edition coming Thursday. And uh, stay happy, stay health, healthy, and stay safe. Take care of yourselves and tune in again. See you later. Take care, Emil. Thank you. Thank you.